Canterbury, England, April 1819. Lady Theodora Montgomery sat stock still before the massive table that served as the headmistress's desk and waited for the woman to put down her pencil and greet her. She'd been shown into the inner sanctuary of the headmistress over ten minutes prior by a young woman, Miss Styers, who'd explained that she'd taught history at Miss Emmeline's School of Education and Decorum for ladies of outstanding quality for going on ten years. The woman didn't appear more than a handful of summers older than Theo. When she'd taken her seat, and Miss Emmeline hadn't so much as looked up to greet her, Theodora decided it was in her best interest to wait patiently until the woman acknowledged her presence. To keep occupied, Theo took in the room around her. It was far more masculine than the office should be, since the school proudly boasted an all-female staff with only one male groundskeeper who took no active role in the daily life of Miss Emmeline's pupils. The problem Theo currently wrestled with was keeping her eyes open and her posture straight. She'd spent nearly two days in a carriage to reach her new boarding school from her brother's London townhouse. She was dirty, exhausted, and wanted nothing more than to be shown to her bed, where she'd gladly obtain a full night's rest. If she had the opportunity to wipe the dirt and grime from her skin, that would be wholly welcome as well. Your application states that you prefer to be addressed as Theo or Lady Theo. Is that correct, Lady Theodora? Miss Emmeline looked up for the first time, setting her pencil aside, and Theo was delighted to see a bit of mischief in the lady's eyes, even though her tone was severe. When Theo nodded, the older woman continued, here at Miss Emmeline's School of Education and Decorum for Ladies of Outstanding Quality, we pride ourselves on allowing our young ladies to discover who they are and providing the time and resources to help them become the women they want to be. It was in the printed brochure Card had presented to her nearly three months prior. The name for the school was outlandishly pompous. She and her sibling had had quite the chuckle at it, but they'd quickly settled on Miss Emmeline's school because the mission statement matched Cart's hope for his only sister's future endeavours in education. Their mother, Dowager Countess Cartwright, Anastasia Montgomery, had reluctantly agreed to part with her younger child at the insistence Theo her immediately if the school did not suit her needs. What her mother actually meant was that she felt it improper for her daughter to be well-studied. Her belief that educated women had no place in polite society was the foundation she used to justify her own lack of learning. She was thankful that her brother Simon, the current Lord Cartwright and Theo's legal guardian, better known to his friends as Cart, was not of the same dated mindset. Lodging the headmistress said. My school houses four girls to each room. This allows a sense of camaraderie between students and enables each girl to seek help in a subject they're not well versed in. Do you take issue with sharing a room? Theo didn't know how to answer the question. 
She'd spend most of her life with only her mother and servants for company until her brother had returned from Eton. However, he was much older than she. She'd always possessed her own room, her own space. Even though she'd secretly longed for a sibling closer to her in years, a sister to share her dream with, to accompany her on adventures about her family gardens, or just to act as a companion to laugh with during the long, dark nights. A shared room is preferred, headmistress, Theo answered. Do call me Emmeline, or Miss Emmeline, dear. The woman's tone was still stark, but Theo suspected she tried to put her new pupil at ease. Now, to decide on whom you shall room with, it is necessary to discover your talents.